friends, and welcome back to the Adventures with Steffers podcast. Oh, maybe I should do a jingle. We're not going to do a jingle because I, I have no musically. Do I have musically inclined friends? Maybe I just insulted someone. Anyway, it is episode 41. If you listened to last last week's episode, it might have come out just last week because I had some technical difficulties and didn't realize it until last Monday. But whatever, it's fine. If you didn't listen to that episode, it was my LeakyCon recap and my Cosmic Rewind review recap. Review and recap. Both Wombo Combo. And we're staying on the same same wavelength. Last week, I had a special friend hop in to my area and then maybe pop out. But before he popped out, we went and rode some roller coasters together. So, so if you haven't guessed who it is, it is my friend. It is your friend to either be or is be. I, words are hard. This is, we're recording this late at night, but it's Ponyo. Ooh, hello, thank you for having me hello. for the second time, and welcome back. I really so happy to be back. Singing is not my is not my career, so y'all don't have to come at me for that. I'm sorry, but hello, how are you? I am good. I'm a little um tired from this last week's festivities. Um, I'm sure you are too. We did a lot. We hit, we had a lot of fun. We did have a lot of fun. We did do a lot. We are actually recording this on National Roller Coaster Day, which ties in perfectly with the fact that we are about to talk about roller coasters. Absolutely. But first things first, this past weekend, while we're recording this, me and Ponyo met for the very first time. Um, if you're younger than a certain age, don't talk to strangers, stranger danger, <laughs> and be mindful of who you meet from the internet. But Ponyo and I have been friends for a while. We obviously see each other video wise. We have mutual friends. It wasn't very sussy. So he bit the bullet and he purchased a plane ticket. And next thing I know, I'm at the airport picking him up. I just it's just a thing we are no longer just discord friends we are irls now um we are irls but i really want you to tell everyone what you said we were talking about our mutual friends and meeting people that we've met from the internet and what did you say at at my breakfast dinner table on the (laughs) same note of discord i know wait do I know? <laughs> <laughs> you said many things, but when, comparing my, me to my online persona to yes, how we absolutely. are IRL. That's what I was thinking. So basically meeting you, I felt 100% like I was in a real life Discord call because <laughs> your online persona is 0% different than your in-person. Like I felt so comfortable and instantly at ease when I met you because it was exactly what I expected which makes sense right we spend a lot of time in discord and playing games together like pretty much every day we play games true um so I was like expecting most of that to be like the same but no like every single interaction (laughs) we had over the last couple days (laughs) exactly the same so that was awesome I mean you're just so genuine and I I appreciated hanging out with you so much and for you of course letting me come hang out and 
you cooked for me. I she did. Baked for me. She made me cookies to take back on the plane, which I ate before I arrived to my I was final gonna ask if you <laughs> ate them all. I think I had one left when I got home and, and I put myself on my bed and I ate it and then took a nap. <laughs> That's a solid decision. I will say the only thing that you do not get from the internet and like video chatting with people and then meeting them in real life is like the height. Like you can't tell people. Well, honestly, you really can't tell from like the chest down, but like definitely height. And Ponyo's tall. I'm short. Like I'm a short person to begin with, but like Ponyo's tall. And I I had to look up a lot. I thought you were going to be shorter than you were. So That's good job. A little... I think you grew a little. <laughs> I, I didn't. I've been the same height since probably middle school, but thanks for the vote of confidence you're welcome i guess (laughs) fine and we will be meeting some other well yeah some of us are meeting for the first time some of us already know each other but we're more or less all internet friends so we will be doing another cute little meetup in the next few months so that'll be exciting i'll have to have literally all of the group on that might be a little chaotic that's gonna be wild (laughs) It's, it's fine we're fine anyway the point well I don't know if this was the point of the trip but this was kind of like what we based the trip off of is we decided that we were going to go visit Carowinds because that is a that is relatively close to me and I figured hey let's venture out because I don't go outside get some sun ride some coasters have a good grand old time and you also had a Cedar Fair pass so yeah there that you know discounts absolutely we definitely use the discounts we definitely um took advantage of those and the bring a friend discount um i think that was a a standout star because we got you in for really cheap the ticket was not bad i don't know because you don't let me pay for it but i (laughs) i'm sure it was i will say i know that universal and disney probably won't i know that you get like after I think three plus days, you get some sort of discount uh, for like friends or family, but like maybe a little, a little bring your friend, BYOF, like bring your holders. own friend. Yeah, I don't know something. I don't know how that would work since of the because of the size of the parks and like, but I don't know. I just I think that's a cool idea. I like that yes. Cedar Fair does it, and it's like any park that's Cedar Fair. It's not just limited to carowinds or cedar point or whatever you can do it anywhere exactly it is great and they have tons of parks um which i did take advantage of it again today on national roller coaster day i went to my local park i had to go ride a couple more rides just to make sure that i celebrated properly i didn't how i i didn't ride any roller coasters but i did darn actually none of these are i was gonna say i put up a bunch of posters I, we did purchase i'm gonna just go into what we purchased from the park yes. we're gonna start with merch and then we'll dive into the coasters but there were two things there were only two things that i bought that i didn't actually show on socials because i did post some stuff i bought a pin because i'm trying to get into pins also if anyone's listening to this and has the happiness is pin set from disney please dm me so we can talk for trade for trade or for sell whatever if you have duplicates please let me know because i'm looking for a few 
I bought a pin to add to my pin collection. And then there's this thing called Parkscapes. That sounds, is that right? Parkscapes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I and then it right it's here, like yeah. a little, a little model of Carowinds with some, some roly coasties. And I didn't build that yet, but oh. I'm trying to clear room first. Let me just tell you, good oh, no, luck to you when you build it. Don't tell me that. Did you build it? Yes, I did. Um, Here, I can grab the finished model for you in a little bit. Um, Is it big? It no, it's very much the same size as the box. The mm -hmm. problem is that they come out in like I don't know if you've ever built like a model car. Or Absolutely like that. not. Well, don't recommend that either. However, <laughs> it comes in like one big piece, and then you have to like cut out the pieces. But the problem is the little cutouts are so small, and I was terrified I was gonna cut off like one of the little flags on the Carowind sign or like. Is it already perforated, sign. or um, like you have to cut it yourself? kind of except you're cutting through like really thin stainless steel so what i ended up doing was getting scissors and like cutting through the steel like all the way around this is um, gonna be terrible but if you have like if you have like little clippers or whatever highly we're gonna so what what you're telling me is is i'm gonna take some time off of a twitch stream or like i'm gonna go <laughs> live on the internet and Definitely, attempt to put this thing together i would take so, like a solid hour to put it together i started doing it last night um, but I tend to be a little impulsive. So I was like, I'm going to not do this while I'm impatient because I'm going to end up breaking something. True. I'll do it in the morning. And it turned out really lovely. It's very cute. And I will be buying more. But yeah, I was not prepared for the assembly. Well, so the reason why I bought this is you're also very much into Lego. We before we went to Carowinds, we actually went out to dinner and then we went to Barnes and Noble and they had a bunch of Lego sets that we were looking at. And I really want to get into Lego. I just can't, the financial, not that this Parkscape thing was, I mean, it was cheaper, but it was still pretty expensive for like what you're getting. But I was like, oh, I want like a cute little model thing that I can, I'm like practically, like I want something to display. And I thought that this would be a nice little dip my toes in before I get into Lego, because I also don't know what my first Lego set should be. I, but now I'm afraid that I'm not mentally or uh, mostly mentally smart or prepared to put that together. Well, the good news is you can definitely find some cool Lego sets that are easier to put together than this and cost around the same. So you have that going for you. Uh, although Universal or like Disney kind of like cool movie related like sets... Mm -hmm. that might be a little more expensive well and i think this is my tea or this is my thought not my tea I mean, there's no tea i have no tea i don't know if it like what i think i would need to look at all of them and see what's actually worth me purchasing because there's also this thing called department 50 69 six no not 69 <laughs> department there's like a it's the name of it's like department but it's like actual figurines and people build their own towns with it so like there's i think a nightmare before christmas there's a grinch one for sure that i wanted and like you you essentially like assemble it on a table and people usually do it for the different holidays and i really wanted to try to do like my own mini town but i also don't know if that's a really good use of my money space or time I, I think it's all subjective, but if anyone has any of these things or does any of these things, just let me know. I need to figure that out. I just feel like if I build a Lego and it's huge, 
where am I going to put it? Mm. If I buy a park skate, I like this one that we just bought. I think I'm going to put it on top of a book bookshelf thing that I have. I just have to clear it, which is why I haven't built the park skate yet. I'm still trying to make room in this lovely office of mine. I don't know. It might not work, but it's fine. It's hard to pick where to display loot when you're the kind of person who always buys new ones. Oh, 150%. I am too, because there's always cool things. Oh, actually, I just realized I have this pin that isn't that isn't even in my pile of pins to go on my pin board. And then I have in my background, you guys cannot see it, but if you care enough, I will send like post a picture, but I have these like collectible glasses. And I just realized I bought three more or my friend bought three more for me because I'm not physically there yet. Like, do I need more things? Absolutely not. Do I get them anyway? Yes. Because I have no self-control. 100% of the time you have to. I will say I haven't been buying t-shirts. I haven't bought a mug because, you know, hubby's not. Please stop buying mugs. We have way too many. Okay, fine. <laughs> but it, I don't know. I feel like mugs are really what I tend to gravitate towards because they're practical clothing. I definitely know I don't need to keep buying stuff. So I'm trying to reel it in a little bit. And then I'm really trying to get into posters and like decor pieces to like hang or to display. Do I have room? To be determined. I'll let you be the judge of that, but <laughs> it's fine. We're fine. What did we cover? We covered merch already. Mm-hmm. We covered mostly just merch. Okay. Well, let's dive into the Roly Coasties. Okay. We, I did a first, well, we both did a first, but it was really my first first because Ponyo was very much into the types of roller coasters, the, what are they called? Like the, the, what, what are the companies? Like the, the manufacturers. Manufacturers, yeah. all of that. So we decided for our first adventure together, honestly, this was a trap because we went through a list of what we wanted to ride. And I was like, "Mm, I think I'm not going to do X, Y, Z because my motion sickness and I'm going to take it easy. This one that we rode first was on my list of I'm not going to do. And then I blinked and I was on it. (laughs) And I just all part of the plan. (laughs) It was. um. It was something. And the first one we rode was Copperhead Strike, which surprisingly, my motion sickness did not get the better of me. It also was the first ride. But typically, like you, if you have motion sickness, you know, once you ride something, the extent of which you are going to like how you're going to feel the rest of the day is set up by that first ride. And let me tell you, is it was it an inversion and then a loop? Or was it a loop and then inversion? Well, let's see. First, you do a little JoJo roll out of the station. So you get super slowly slow. turned upside down. <laughs> super. Okay, this was the thing that I wasn't sure. Because it. when we say slow, it Five is, miles an hour. <laughs> it was so slow. Like, if you're on, like, Velocicoaster level, it's, like, complete opposite. It, it was slow. I like, think they dangly. actually thought... 
How slow can we push these people out of the station? How slow can we go? How slow? Yeah, it was yeah. like, I don't. I was a little sus. Like, are we gonna are we gonna be going on this ride, <laughs> or is it just gonna stop and they're gonna have to evac? How does that work? <laughs> and then we pull out of the station and do our little doozy. What's it? And then you do a loop, the same slow freaking pace. Yes, that that launch is great because you get speed. But they measured the loop just right to be like, are we gonna make it through this loop? And man, I love it. And apparently, according to the man that was in front of us in the line, they used to let you roll back or like, I don't, maybe it was slower and then it had rollback. It was unclear. Very unclear. He had some sort of rollback experience on that ride. He did. Would have been interesting. I, it was just, I don't know. But I will say it was great dingle dangly airy time. It wasn't like nauseating and it was fast enough where like when you when it ends and they have to break you, it didn't like shove you through the mm. car. All things tick my box. Tick, tick, tick. And then Ponyo got to mark it off in his handy dandy roly coasty log app thingy. Yes. Love that thing. Log ride. Uh, log ride. Download it. Make a list. Check it off. They do more than just roller coasters, though, too. They do all mm -hmm. rides. So I'm thinking about doing that for Universal. And then as I venture out into different parks like Carowinds, check in those things off as I go. Because I have been to a few other theme parks other than Carowinds and Universal and Disney that i feel like like i've been to bush gardens williamsburg fun fact for anyone who doesn't know that i have been there and i've been to six flags magic mountain and i have some things that i can check off my list have i updated my list for carowinds absolutely not i started with universal and then i got sidetracked and baked cookies <laughs> so that's how that went do we have our list still of what we rode yeah mm-hmm um i actually have it pulled up right here okay so and then we next. started copperhead then we did afterburn <laughs> afterburn was the dueling dragons-esque right it was dingle dangles yeah Your it's feet a were dingle dangles. invert super fun super great super great super fun <laughs> if it's your say, thing yeah i will say dueling dragons 10 out of 10 ride I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could ever do anything similar to Dueling Dragons that's not Dueling Dragons. Mm. But they did have a lot of gimmicky, like there was like a red, I think they were sharks, red shark, blue shark, or dragon and a shark. It was a weird vibe. More or less the same concept, just only one track. So uh, did that make it into your top 10? No, right? Um, no, but I will say it is my preferred BM invert over Raptor at Cedar Point, which has a pretty good reputation. Um, but this one was a really great ride experience. I rode back row, which I think had part of um Ugh. had something to do with it. Cause those inversions and those elements, when you're in the back row, you just get absolutely yanked through them. It was so exciting and so fun. I really enjoyed my time. I am the complete opposite of Ponyo, and I prefer to be in the very front of a car, of a 
roller coaster car train <laughs> situation. Mostly because one, I can see everything. Two, I don't feel as sick. And three, that's mostly, those are mostly the reasons <laughs> in which. But yeah, so that was a great ride experience as well. I liked the the light theming. Um, Cedar Fair, as you know, is not really like a theme park. It's more of an amusement park situation. Um, but I was impressed that there, there was a little bit of theming on most of the rides, which was kind of nice. They have cute little uh, afterburn had a cute little uh, plane. Mm -hmm. It was a plane. It looked like a plane in front of it. And it was just and the colors. It was it was a cute little it was a cute little thing. It was nice. Yeah. And they are going to be revamping that whole area next year. Um, adding some like yeah that you remember that animation they were playing in harmony hall oh the arrow yeah arrow landing so they're arrow taking that something. whole space and making it kind of like plain and like um aviation inspired uh should be True. pretty cool i think that i like something i like about theme parks and amusement parks whatever you want to call them is like themed areas something i'm really excited for for epic universe because i just want to see how they execute especially super nintendo land world world land land world i think that those will be 10 out of 10 so anything that cedar fair can do to kind of not step up their game but just to kind of meld the park together more I think I ship it because you already have like an overarching like camp Snoopy, 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 Snoop, Snoop mm -hmm. theme. But I think just like with your roller coasters and tying that all in, that would be pretty cool. Well, and I think they're kind of standardizing across the board. Um, Not to make this a Cedar Fair podcast, because I know that's not mm, that's the kinda, focus here, but this is a special fine. episode. It's a this special is a one. special episode where we are typically talking about Cedar Fair. It's fine. Right. So I think that in most parks, they're kind of trying to do this thing where you have like the main entrance to your park, which would be a midway. And it's all very much like classic rides and it's just straight like theme park, not a lot of theming. Um, and then it kind of branches off into these different areas. So like definitely you have to have the Snoopy in every single park. Um, I know that Cedar Point, Michigan's Adventure, um, Carowinds, I think king's dominion also has it um they've all got that snoopy like camp snoopy or planet snoopy kind of situation going on and that's usually more for the kids area and then it goes into like a frontier town slash western kind of theme which would be like copperhead strike over there um and there were some other cool like the boo blasters ride that we rode whoa that Hold one on. we have we have some notes <laughs> for blue boo blasters we have many notes. I have many notes. <laughs> I should have done a how-to video, but that it's yeah, fine. I don't think it would have helped. <laughs> I don't think so at all. Um, we didn't do Kitty Hawk. That was on the list. Didn't make it to that. Yeah. Rip Roaring Rapids tragedy wasn't open, Close and we could have used that to oh pull God. down. Yes, we could have. This is also. I'm gonna pause to take a quick second to tell you. I don't care if it's super humid, low 80s, unless you are wearing a sweater and the sun is not beating on your face, please stay hydrated and take AC and um, drink breaks, especially if you have the drink, what is it, a drink pass where mm -hmm. you can get a drink every 15 minutes. That was a great invest, like great investment. Yeah. Stocked up on, you can get water, you can get Powerade, you can get tea, you can get 
uh agua what what such oh yeah agua fresca that i yeah. don't know what that is agua is water agua that's fresca. it's like a, it's so it's like a mexican drink usually it's got just fruit infused like juice. oh yeah i've never but had it so sometimes I... I just say it the american way because it's like printed next to a coke label so i'm like <laughs> oh this is pronounced agua fresca <laughs> pretty good though pretty good you had it for a decent amount of the day i and also i don't know if this is really allowed they they like half checked bags they have metal detectors but i brought ginger ales for myself just in case and it helped just kind of keep me hydrated in between like walking and getting to wherever we were going that's so something to keep in mind please just stay hydrated intimidator such a wild ride intimidator so i've ridden fury 325 and i would put intimidator like a min like a mini version i want to say it's like a mini version of fury i think that's fair and it is so fun and so i if you're one who likes like drops and speed 10 out of 10 ride for you i will say you're not supposed to wear your glasses on that ride but like that sun was blinding and also the queue has not much shade so also keep that in mind maybe splash yourself with some water on your face or like do the ride right after you like taking a little ac break because standing in that line baking in the sun and then also blinded by the sun going up the lift hill Oh, it was it was an experience for sure. <laughs> and then our eyes watered. <laughs> yeah, my eyes went through it because they couldn't open. Then they couldn't close because of the wind from the airtime that we were getting. And then there was just tears everywhere. Tears don't fall; they crash around me. Exactly. Anyone? Anyone know that song? Name that song. Name that tune. Anyone in the in the listener? vortex of i i don't know what's happening with my words it's fine we're fine then we took a harmony hall and a shopping break or like a a a browsing break Mm -hmm. much needed much needed what did you get at harmony hall again i got a brisket sandwich with a scoop of mac and cheese Mm, yeah and then yeah that's all i and then a water yeah i had a water with that and then you had the go-to chicken tenders and french fries yes please everyone honestly you you were pretty impressed by those chicken tenders yeah not for cedar fair cedar fair is not known for its food it is not a um universal or like florida or disney sorry not florida <laughs> universal or disney kind of park where you're going and you're like excited for the food it's more of something you have to suffer through and pay for a plate of four chicken tenders for. Um, However, I will say in all of my experiences with those $16 chicken tenders, never have I been so impressed. These were great. Um, Not $16 worth still, however, (laughs) pretty, pretty yummy. I don't, yeah, I don't think any sort of chicken, if anyone has had chicken tenders that are worth $16, you know, let us know where you got them. But I don't I don't even think what I got was worth the money that I paid, which I think with the sandwich, mac and cheese and water, it was like 20 bucks for mm. all of that. 
a little steep, but that's it, it's the amusement park yeah food. It's it's all good. And then the real the real gem of our meal was the maybe it was supposed to be six dollars, but maybe it wasn't. Maybe she but rang we me up wrong and maybe gave me my season pass discount on top of <laughs> it. it. It was a three dollar big huge piece of chocolate cake. Not the best chocolate cake, but I gotta say it was it filled the the plastic container in which it was in. Like it was like a hefty square of a container and it was pretty like whipped icing kind of like vibes and the cake wasn't dry and, and it was, it tasted pretty darn good. Yeah, I also it was just it wanted was acceptable. something sweet. Highly Yeah. acceptable, especially for three dollars. I think that'll make <laughs> anything taste better after you spent sixteen I, bucks on I think chicken so tenders too. and water. I don't disagree. Do we have. No, you had fries. <laughs> I had no, we didn't have anything else after that. I was trying to think if we had a snack, but we didn't have any snacks. well, we did get a pretzel afterwards. We got an Auntie Anne's pretzel, Oh, of course. yeah, but they didn't have the flavor I wanted, so I just had a part of Ponyos. Right, just salty. I just want to let everyone know that sour cream and onion pretzels are delicious, and I highly recommend you go to an Auntie Anne's and try one for yourself. Only if you like sour cream and onion flavor. If you do not, then clearly this is not the flavor for you. But anyone who does, I personally love it. And they just didn't have it. And I was pretty sad because it was the first time I had Auntie Anne's in at least four years, if not five, because it, there used to be one near where I worked a long, 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 long time ago. And it was a pretty tra tra tragic time. Pretty tragic. That is wild to me. I will take any opportunity I can get to get Auntie Anne's. I actually had it again today. I don't, it's just not, I'm not, I like pretzels, but like, you know, I'm a sweets girl. Hmm. Just the way it is. Okay. So we got some pretzels. Well, we got one pretzel when we shared it. And then what did we do after? I honestly don't remember. I know I'm looking at our list, but I know we stopped following our list at, after this point. I think after that, we headed straight for Fury. Oh, true. Yeah. True. Okay. So Fury. is what how can i describe fury fury is an experience and i personally we were talking about this before we went but i i was trying to pinpoint what exactly makes me sick what exactly do i enjoy the most and i decided that like speed and drops like height drops not like straight down drops are what I enjoy the most. And so Fury was right up my alley. It was very, 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 very high. And I don't necessarily like heights. So the fact that I like drops more is just a whole conundrum in and of itself. But you were able to ride it and get front row. Yeah, that was It was very exciting. really cute. I got a cute video of him going entering the station again. What did you think? Um, From start to finish, I had a hard time thinking because there were so many tears in my eyes. <laughs> that was like the overall theme among the rides was like, oh, my God, I can't see because I'm crying. Um, Not because I was scared, but because <laughs> there was so much wind in my eyes, my My tears just left my body. do any of the cedar point rides do that to you Oh, yeah, absolutely. I feel it on Millennium, Top Thrill Dragster for sure. Um, 
I'd say those two most notably, but you do get a little bit of it on Steel Vengeance as well, just because that thing makes you go fast. You go very fast. So I think it's kind of a Cedar Fair thing. Um, you just will be wiping your eyes after a good ride like that. But I thoroughly enjoyed Fury. Um, that first drop is awesome. It's insane. It's insane. And like, it's funny because I always manage to ride Intimidator first. So it's like you you prep yourself, but then you're really just never prepared. Yeah. You're like, um, am I ready? I'm not ready. There was also a cute little band playing like outside of Fury. Yeah, they were, called they were the good. Three, two, five, the 325, the 325s. I'm not sure if there was an S. Highly recommend checking them out. I don't know if they have any socials, um, but if they do, I'll put it in the description of this podcast episode because they were actually pretty good. Um, we were talking about this after we got home. After, yeah, after we got home. Velocicoaster doesn't make you cry. But it is a quality roller coaster. Do you think, I know it'll make it into your top 10, but do you, like, the way that you have it ranked now, which you should probably share with the class, what, sure, how I we have it ranked, but where do you think Velocicoaster will rank in terms of your top coaster, or your top coaster experience slash recommendations slash, you know. I am pretty positive that Velocicoaster is going to be either number one or two. Just based off the POVs and based off what everyone is saying, it has everything I like in a ride. And I'm almost positive I'm going to like it as much or more than um, Steel Vengeance, which is currently number two on my list. Um, technically, I think Steel Vengeance is the best roller coaster I've ever been on. However, my favorite is Maverick at Cedar Point, so that would get number one. But I just have a really good feeling about Velocicoaster. I have been excited to ride it ever since it came out. I've been looking at it, just trying to plan a trip to go almost exclusively to ride that. And yeah, I, I will say two rides um, from Carowinds took slot number three and four on my top ten. They bumped things down. They took two things off this list. I mean... We have that effect. Yeah. Fantastic I, experiences, though. Um, I know what one of them is, but I'm trying to think. I'm assuming it's Fury and Copperhead. Yeah, Fury and Copperhead. So I actually put Copperhead above Fury because of the smoothness. I'm a quick, um, like, small element kind of person. I'm not a huge Giga Coaster fan, but you can't deny that Fury is amazing. I mean... That drop and then all those elements was just so exciting. Um, I actually had like a big, this is gross, but I'm going <laughs> to say it anyways. <laughs> I had a big amount of drool coming out of my mouth and the ride was so intense that I couldn't like fully remove it. Like I tried wiping it from my mouth, but it was just so intense. And like when I wiped it, it would move my lip enough to get more drool just going. <laughs> and so i don't know i just eventually i had to embrace it at some point but i felt like a dog with its head out the window and i really That's, enjoyed it it was pretty funny you're like watching everyone just wiping themselves after the ride and i think that that just tells you that that is just an experience and i know i don't 
I'm going to say this is a coaster because it's an indoor one. But I think after you also take a trip to Disney and read Cosmic Rewind, and then when Tron comes out, I feel Oh, yes. like the newer things are just going to take places on your list. And I know that they're not all going to be like super big thrills or loops or, or inversion, whatever. Cosmic Rewind spins, which is quality. And then Tron, just the way like the ride vehicles Mm -hmm. and Yes. just the overall... like track and everything i think that that also will make it maybe not top five but at least maybe top 10 because i mean i'm pretty sure you have space mountain on your top 10 Yeah. and I think you know Tron will take over Space Mountain easily because, well, Tron is actually my favorite Disney-related movie. Um, it's my favorite movie of all time, actually, the new Tron Legacy. this was Um, news to me absolute <laughs> news to me such a good movie, though. Such a great movie. The soundtrack's amazing. It lends itself really well to a ride, so I'm excited to ride that. Um, but yeah, I will say that like <clears throat> my top 10 is slowly becoming... less based around like what's the most awesome intense roller coaster and like what's the best experience because sometimes just having like a fun time on the roller coaster is worth more than like wow this is so intense and I think that's why Copperhead made it onto the list like that like was it the most intense thing I've ever been on no but the smoothness itself made it so enjoyable that I was like I could ride this a hundred times in a row Yeah, I, that's, that's, and this might be a hot take from stuffers, and I'm so sorry if people disagree. Actually, I think a lot of people might actually, might see my point and agree with me to some extent, but that's how I feel between uh, Velocicoaster and Hagrid's. I personally rank Hagrid's higher on my list than Velocicoaster, and it's not because I don't enjoy Velocicoaster and not that it's not a great ride, the airtime and the, and all of that isn't great. I just enjoy the story and the overall ride experience I get from Hagrid's because I think it just has the elements in which, like, I vibe with more. Velocicoaster is still an amazing ride. I do – my problem is the Space Mountain is also in my top, and Cosmic Rewind was a great ride. I wrote it twice, like I said, if you – miss that check out episode 40 but i think in terms of roller coasters i guess it's in my top 10 but overall favorite rides i don't think it it would be i think i just nostalgia plays too big of a part in that plus things that i've just written more and i also haven't gotten all the songs so that there's just too many elements to kind of judge by that But I completely get what you're saying. Like, it wasn't the most thrilling ride. Copperhead Strike definitely, I mean, it it has some loops and inversions and stuff, but definitely does not hold a candle to Velocicoaster. Like, you will, you will learn that very soon. I can't wait to learn that. But I thought, and I don't know if this is like an internal, like a mental thing, but I was telling Panya before we even, when we were in line to get into the park, but also like the night before, I get, like, anticipation anxiety. So, like, if I am in line for something or – and this also goes for, like, situational things in real life too, but mostly coasters in this instance. But, like, if I'm in a line, if I'm staring at, like, what I'm about to do or, or like, I have that, like, fear of, like, hey, like, I'm going to get sick or, or something like that, I – 
essentially cause myself some some distress here and I just get really like my heart starts being really fast like I'm just like paranoid and like scared and it's just a, it's a, it's a whole ass anxiety situation on these things but it's one of those that I have to conquer in order for me to to experience anything so like that's what I did with Velocicoaster the very first time I wrote it shout out to theme park Rob straight up shit myself not literally but metaphorically and figuratively but I'm glad that I experienced it when I experienced it because I've been on it x amount of time since then and like now I can gauge my limit in terms of how and when I can ride it how many times I can ride it is what I meant to say there how many times I can ride it when I can ride it um and it always boils down to I cannot stand in a boiling hot line like June, July, August in Orlando. Sorry, you ain't it for me, honey. I literally, I, I genuinely cannot do the parks at that time, even with taking AC breaks and chugging a bunch of water. It still gets the best of me. I am no longer a Floridian in my blood. I just, because Ponyo experienced that with me this, this past weekend. Like I needed a good little bit of time just kind of sitting in AC, not moving, not doing anything just collecting myself just because the heat was too much. Cause at, at some point I realized I was like, I'm not nauseous in my stomach. I'm nauseous in my head. And like my head or my face was overheating. And I was just like, what? Like I, if anyone knows how to combat that, you let me know. But I, I don't drink enough water to begin with. So I know that I drink more than I usually do, which is should suffice to some extent. Cause I was checking a couple bottles and cups and things throughout the day and I learned that I get heat exhaustion very easily and my motion sickness patches are godsend is what I learned from that experience yeah I think next time um for a park with so much sunlight especially towards the front of the park back of the park was really nicely covered by trees and it had a good canopy so we didn't feel it starting out but when we were waiting in line for intimidator um, we had so much sunlight that I think sunglasses is a must next time. Sunglasses and a, a brimmed hat, that would definitely, I think, have helped me a little bit. I think so, too. And then the, the then the problem becomes is you have to get some rides, you get a locker, and then some rides, yeah. you don't. And I will say that the rides that don't have lockers, not all of them have lockers but some of them will also have these like bins where you essentially go, you go to load onto the car and you go, you go past the car, like you're going to exit, but then you put your stuff in like this bin where it's numbered and then they close it while you're riding it. So no one takes your stuff and stuff like that. I really like that concept. I It's not foolproof and in very large capacities, it wouldn't work, but I think in, in this park, it works. I actually prefer that than paying money for a locker that you're going to use for maybe, maybe an hour or two. I will say the wait times were astronomically low. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because we went on a Sunday, but it's still August. So I don't. I think I don't the know. longest we waited for was Intimidator. Like, I think my yeah. wait for Fury was less than Intimidator. Yeah, no, it was Intimidator has consistently been my longest wait as well. <laughs> Fury, when I went, the very first time I went, I want to say it was about consistently about 20, 25 minutes. And then the time before that, 
by the time after that it was also 20 25 minutes which is about what you waited um sunday too yeah so i think they can turn around a lot more people i think intimidator has a little bit more of a and i think it is because of that bin issue honestly um they they do take a little bit longer to get mm-hmm. you strapped into that ride mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it is a really nice convenient place to put your backpack and stuff like that and other rides you're gonna have to rent that locker yeah copperhead that's what we did the first thing we got there and that wait was not that long five minutes <laughs> <laughs> it was literally five ten minutes we were on we were off and we we're like huh we probably shouldn't have gotten this or we shouldn't have like rented this locker for that long but it's like how are you gonna know really well, they also don't post the wait times anymore. exactly yeah me being a cedar point boy every ride has its wait time they have a little dial that they'll change and they'll be like this ride is 15 minutes or usually it's more like this ride is two hours and 45 minutes. Um, so I was like, oh my gosh, like Steffers, we got to get a four hour locker for this ride where you never know how long you're going to be on. And it was about a five minute wait. And I was like, ah, dang it. Yeah. But and honestly, that was the newest ride too. Yes, it is their newest Cause that's, ride. Cause that's newer than Fury is. And I, I mean, I anticipated waits maybe being 30 minutes but they they were really not they were not that bad at all not did at you all. did you ride anything else after? i think our i think our last ride was boo blasters okay super intense take take out your pads paper and, and get ready to take some notes tip number one boo blasters boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> boo blasters boot camp tip number one don't ride it don't ride it. <laughs> i honestly if we're going on a scale from like space ranger spin to mib it's like negative space ranger spin like the blasters you don't see the laser to know where to aim and then you're trying to reach out of the car to hit the thing and it oh didn't my work. god it just didn't work i was having such a time i was it gives you a point score, right? When you're shooting these fake. things. It's For fake. context, it's a dark ride. You have a little gun and you're supposed to shoot these laser targets on the wall. However, the guns do not work how you expect them to work. It's they totally work, random. Period. It's period. They don't they work. They just don't work. So we were stuck at 60 points and 30 points individually for about 90% of the ride, which I think it's 30 points per shot. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was. That got me points at the end was shooting things way ahead of us. That was like so far away that it would think you were aiming at it. So I would shoot it and do it really slowly. So if you're going for points on boo blasters next time you're at Carowinds, <laughs> first of all, don't. Second of all, shoot way ahead of you. Ignore what's close to you. And yeah, honestly, slowly. don't. The third tip, do not. I mean, don't do this because it's probably fun to fun. But don't like shove your arm like out, not out like where you're standing up, but like don't try to stretch your arms out where you're trying to like hit the target, like put your yeah. laser pointer gun thing in the target. It still won't it's work. It's not gonna I'm work. <laughs> you, you're not gonna get the points. There was one lose. little moment when a coffin kind of like surprised me, so that was fun. <laughs> oh Definitely. yeah it was kind of spooky the end like the people yeah. behind us screamed it was pretty funny but like <laughs> just don't i don't think mm. i would say enjoy the duo that sings there 
um on the weekends instead yes. and like take some time to chill because they were pretty good and they were playing some good music and, and they like stream their their mics like they stream them a, a de- decent distance away so you can like kind of take a little stroll and still yeah. hear them it was pretty pretty it was cute nice. pretty cute oh my god and we got some cute photos yes absolutely Got some, you'll see it when you're, when this promo post that I post, you'll see one of the cute photos. I took a, I took a cute photo in front of flying cobras, which also had a plane. There's a lot of plane themed things. Mm. And I don't know if that's just because Snoopy, that might be because of Snoopy. I don't think it was actually because of the flying cobras ride, but nevertheless, it's fine. There were some things that were closed. Nighthawk, I think is permanently closed. We'll see where the wind takes that one. I don't yeah. know. It wasn't part of. There was a merch thing that we saw that it wasn't a part of. So yeah, I on think this um on this park parkscape actually, we don't think it's there. So that's something to keep in mind. I think if I had to recommend, if I had to recommend only one ride at Carowinds. I think I would still recommend Intimidator. And I know Fury is like the main ride there, but I think Intimidator is like a decent balance between, you know, too intense and moderately intense. And it always just seems to be my favorite ride at Carowinds. Yeah, I think that's a great recommendation. Honestly, it's one I might have, had I been going to the park like for the first time alone, I would have maybe skipped Intimidator because I would have been like, oh, this is a smaller Fury. But very different ride experience and like if you're going to this park you're probably gonna ride fury right yes so i would i think my recommendation would be copperhead i mean what an exciting ride super super smooth and like it was very smooth just a great experience overall i will say i wonder how that ages because mm, you know how coasters you know how coasters you know, rip ride rocket perfect example of how coasters turn and like what they become hulk also a great example of what they become i'm just hopefully the wd-40 stays stays handy dandy to these people i don't know <laughs> I, also fun fact that i learned off of tiktok if you spray wd-40 around your door frames and in like mostly door frames um it wards or away wasps and i want to say wasps and spiders and bees like from making nests in like your your immediate areas so i haven't tested it yet so i don't know if it works but that was a fun fact by steppers that really had nothing to do with roller coasters but (laughs) just thought i'd throw that little tidbit in there ponyo any last minute tips reviews tips reviews or words of wisdom for the friends at home or wherever they are i would say carowinds definitely worth the trip um easily done in a day which is nice cedar point is one of those where you might want to spend almost two days or get fast lane i don't think it's necessary at carowinds which was really nice you can pay the price of admission and have a great day there as well and then, yeah, definitely check out the Log Ride app. Not sponsored, but could Not be. Not sponsors. Go to adventureswithsteffers.com if you're interested in a media partnership. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, definitely use log, right? You can like log your, your trips, your, your wait times, and it'll give you a cute little report after, which I always like to post on social media to show everyone what you rode. It'll tell you the max speed that you went, the total amount of track that you rode, like in terms of miles and stuff like that. It's super fun. I didn't know it did that that last part with telling you how fast you went. Um, so that's that's kind of an experience Yeah, that yeah. I would like to I partake can show in. you like mine for today later if you want to see it. It's really Okay, cool. you definitely should show me. Um, if if I had to give you any piece of advice, let me think of what it would be. Um, I think I already gave my really big piece of advice. If you do get motion sick, I there is there are some things depending on what triggers your mo motion sickness. There are things that you can ride at Carowinds. If you're interested in what patches I use for motion sickness, just feel free to tweet at me or DM me. I will gladly share that Amazon link. Um, I don't think that they carry them at CVS or Walgreens or any drugstores. Sorry, I'm I'm an Amazon girly. But stay hydrated, make sure that you're taking care of yourself, pack some ginger ale if you can, um, and breathe. Bre uh, breathing helps with my anticipation anxiety. It doesn't make it go away until I'm actually on the ride and I'm, like, done and, like, I've crossed that bridge. But breathing helps me, like, slow down my breathing just a smidge just so I don't have, like, a full-blown panic attack. So that's that's my little sweet tip for you. Ponya, would you like to plug your lifestyle and the things that you do Oh on the goodness. internet? Um I I stream on Twitch. You definitely Yes. will catch me in Stefford's chat. Um I use Ponyo Plays, Ponyo underscore plays um as my handle for pretty much everything. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as well. I've been posting a lot of theme park content lately, but I think I, I'm just really on a theme park kick. Who knows? We'll see I think where it's the because wind we're takes. friends. I think Yeah. that's the tea. I've influenced my friends. Universal, I'm I'm still here if you Universal, baby, I'm coming. I'm coming for you. <laughs> the countdown is on. So excited. So Ponyo plays. I will put all of that down below. If you are new and this is your very first episode, thank you for listening. If you've made it this far, I hope you will go back and listen to other episodes that I have recorded. It is a mixture of people telling me about their passions to theme park recaps, trip recaps, all, all the things and gaming in between. If you don't follow me on socials yet, check me out on Instagram and TikTok at Adventures with Stuffers. Check me out at, on Twitch as well, twitch.tv slash AsianZing95, which is also where you can uh, find my Twitter handle. Twitter handle is AsianZing95. That was a long-winded statement that didn't make any sense, but that's okay. Um, I also have a blog, adventureswithstuffers.com, which also houses my podcast if you want to listen to it on there. It kind of just has a playlist that'll run you through each episode. I know I am forgetting some sort of thing that I do. I couldn't I couldn't tell you what it is. I'm very interested in starting a cute little, not even a whole episode worth, but like a cute little book talk situation where we exchange book recommendations. So if you are interested in that, kind of just let me know. And then maybe, maybe we can make up a list and I can just share it at the end of each podcast episode. It's like Steffers recommends or some, something like that. I don't know. 
But until the next episode, I truly appreciate you all being here. I hope you have a great day, night, evening, weekend, month, poop session. I, I, I don't know. We'll catch you on the next one. And Gimli says hello to every single one of you. Have a good night. Bye.